0: Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than what I've ever talked about before, but this is a topic that I feel needs to be shouted from the rooftops. It is something that we all need to implement into our lives, and that's what I want to dive into today. So we're going to talk all about how to implement R.E.S.T in your business, and more specifically, how to do that on a faith-based level, okay? So first, let me give you a little bit of background on how I got to this point, because I'm not perfect. I like to call myself a recovering workaholic. I feel like my entire life, I have always been what people have named me as an overachiever, always chasing after something to achieve, going after the next big thing. I am always trying to jump through hoops and I always have to have a project and I always have to be chasing after something. I don't like to be still. I don't like to rest. I don't like to slow down. I can remember seasons of my life where I don't know how in the world I did this, especially now, but I used to run off of three or four hours of sleep and spend the rest of my days packing in as much as I could. When I was a teenager, I always had two or three jobs at a time on top of school. When I graduated, I juggled three jobs. It was crazy. I am crazy sometimes. And I always had to work. This followed me into adulthood. So after I had my daughter, I also was working. I was putting myself through college. I was also trying to figure out this being a mom thing. I also got engaged and then married and then pregnant a couple months later, still in my last leg of my college journey. And I always felt like I had a full plate. I don't know how to operate life without a full plate, without it feeling a little bit chaotic. And I got so used to this that I didn't know how to get out of it. So fast forward a little bit. I was working, obviously, my photography business in the early years. I had a part time job and I was about to graduate from college. After I graduated from college, I had two kids at home. And I couldn't get hired with my college degree because I had my son in September, which was at the beginning of the school year here in Oklahoma. And so because of that, I was at home feeling dissatisfied, right? I felt lost. I didn't understand why I busted my butt to get through college with all of the uphill battle that I had to endure. And I just questioned a lot. And so You know, to fill my time, I joined a network marketing company and began hustling my way up that ladder. It was successful, but it also, it made me put everything on the back burner. I was exhausted. I reached burnout. I was relentlessly dissatisfied. And so all this to say, I have always gone 90 to nothing. Always. Okay. Okay and it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And maybe you are with me and you understand this. And you are like, I have never resonated more with what you're saying. For some of you, you might feel like you're the exact opposite. Like, man, I wish I had that drive. I wish I had that motivation. I feel like I'm always stuck and I can't get into hustle mode. Both places, are places we want to get out of for sure, and neither one of us has the upper hand. Where the upper hand actually is is in the resting after we have put in the work, and so this is how I got here. Okay, in the last year, I have really began to work on slowing down, resting, coming to a halt re-energizing myself, much like we have to charge our camera batteries. That's us too. When's the last time you plugged yourself in? Yeah, I know. Crazy. That's a crazy thought. But that truly is where our energy is going to come from. It's where our next creative idea is going to come from. One thing that I also struggle with before we get into the actual like tactics here is while I'm running 90 to nothing, while it always feels like there's chaos before I really started to scale back and get my priorities in check is that I failed to celebrate any achievement I ever made. I kind of just brushed it off and thought, yes, awesome. I hit it on to the next one. What's next? And that is also a dangerous place to be because I never truly got to celebrate my successes, my achievements. I didn't get to sit in them. I didn't get to dwell on them. I did not give myself any credit. I didn't give God any credit. I didn't, I didn't get to, to rest in my achievements. And because of that, it goes back to a relentless, dissatisfaction to where no matter what I do, if I'm stuck in the mindset that I have to always be achieving the next big thing, I'm never going to feel satisfied. That's where this came from. And so after doing the mindset work, the heart work, the spirit work, all of that, I came to the conclusion that the one thing that was truly missing in order for me to be that battery that's getting recharged was implementing rest in my business. That is really hard for someone like me. That is very hard to implement. The first time I tried, it felt like more so torture than it did a gift. And then eventually, it really has started to feel like a gift. And sometimes I have to be really careful because sometimes I will get into this, I just want to rest all the time. And I really don't want to work right now. And I think that seasons of both are fine. But I think where a lot of you are stumbling, you're getting stuck, is the fact that we're not implementing rest. Okay. So I want to take this back to the faith based version. Okay. So for me, where this I guess revelation came from was the Bible and getting myself in front of really good Christian mentors. Even in the Bible in the very beginning, you guys, Genesis two, it says, so the heavens and the earth and everything in them were completed on the seventh day. God had completed his work that he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, for on it he rested from all his work of creation. And in that moment, I saw an image of myself. If we are an image of God, if he created us to look like him. Then this section, Genesis 2, cannot be ignored. Okay. We can't ignore this part. This is part of how we were created. It goes on throughout all of scripture, multiple times throughout the Bible. It goes back to this Sabbath, this idea of a Sabbath. And I used to be like, oh gosh, that just sounds so ancient. Like, Oh, that was a long time ago. Like that doesn't apply to me. That just sounds religious. Like, I, yeah, I'm good. I, I don't need that. But the more that you study it and the more that you realize we are humans and we do need to charge our batteries, we do need to implement rest. We realize it's for us. And so once I got past thinking it wasn't for me, I started digging into this in Mark to 27 through 28. Jesus concludes The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the son of man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. Okay. So what does that mean for us today in 2021, 2022? So what that means is God knew we were going to get tired. We were going to get exhausted. He also knew that it's not just about the physical rest but that we need to be able to look back on all that we have put our hands to and sit in it and honor it and honor God for it. And a lot of us, even myself, like I just explained, I never took the time to celebrate it, to relish in it, to dwell on it, and to feel good about it before moving on to the next thing. And so God knew that we were going to need rest in our lives. And so all throughout the Bible, we are given multiple examples of what the Sabbath looks like, what it can entail and all of those things. So what I came to the conclusion of how do I take one day out of every week and turn it into a Sabbath for me, I don't necessarily think that god is looking at us as in oh you didn't take the day sunday off i think it's a heart issue and i think it's are we honoring what we've done in our time right in our lifetime how are we honoring him in that and are we giving ourselves the space to rest so i want to talk about what does a sabbath look like in basically modern day what does it look like today What can we take away from this? And what can you take away from this? Okay. What I've decided to do is again, one day out of the week, and I'll be honest, most of the time for me, it falls on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I also want to put this caveat out there. There have been weeks while I'm recording this in recent months where I have been so quote unquote busy or I overbooked myself that I could not honor a Sabbath day or a true day of rest for myself. And I feel like physically I've kind of paid for it. It's sad. I'm actually like sad when I can't participate in a weekly Sabbath. So I just want to explain to you because I know that word Sabbath seems it sounds religious. It does. It absolutely sounds religious. And before you tune me out or You're like, this episode's not for me. Let's just dive in. Like, let me just explain what this is. And if you want to call it something different, call it something different. If you want to call it your day of rest, call it your day of rest. So here is what I came up with, with the help of a Christian mentor. So the first thing that I am going to do or that I've done on my Sabbath is to celebrate and remember. So I will typically journal. All that has happened in the last seven days. Since the last time I did a Sabbath, I'll journal what happened. These are wins, praise reports, life circumstances. Did anything major happen? Sometimes it's not necessarily a win. Sometimes it's a loss. Sometimes it's me grieving over something, but I want to remember it. I want to look back at let's focus on what happened over the last week. It's very important to remember this, especially when we get discouraged in our businesses and we start letting our feelings dictate how we think our business is doing instead of the truth and the data and the examples that are actually in front of us. And it's really important that we celebrate and we remember and we journal these things. So that's the first thing that happens. And then I will pair it with some Bible reading and basically get myself into a zone of honoring celebrating and resting for the day the second thing this is just kind of an overall theme for the day is surrendering the point of the sabbath is to honor god and again look back at what he has done what you have done look at the accomplishments look at the life circumstances and rest and give the glory and let God move on your behalf on the day of rest. So one of the most important pieces here is to surrender. So what I've decided for myself is I won't do any social media at all the whole day from sunup to sundown. I will not check my email. Absolutely no business activity. I will not Communicate with clients. I will not deliver galleries. I will not edit. I will not take a session. I won't go to a session, all of those things. And I also cut out TV. That one was a big one for me. But the reason why is because part of surrendering is laying down idols. What are the things on a daily basis that get in the way of spending time in your word? What gets in your way of truly resting? And when's the last time you sat in a space where there was no distraction? There were not kids running around. There was not TV going on in the background. Nothing. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Unless you're one of those where you truly do like go sit in a dark closet and you make that a daily habit. I'm like a little bit jealous. But for me, that's weird. Like I can't do that. But think about that. Because if you can't even hear your own thoughts and you feel like you've got a creative block, you feel stuck, you feel like you're in a funk. I promise you that sometimes one day of resting, of cutting off all outside communication with the world, all the distractions, sometimes that 24 hours will completely change you. It's crazy. The third Thing that I will do during this day is what's called dwell. I will dwell with the Father. And so this looks like taking a drive and blasting the worship music or listening to some type of a faith based podcast. Again, like it's just refocusing, it's resting, it's focusing on what matters. And it's truly just doing something that's also joyful. I used to ride around and blast music all the time in the car, especially when I was upset, like not driving with rage, but like driving on back roads, turning up the music, rolling the windows down, getting some of that fresh air and sunshine. All that could change my mood in a minute. And so that's why I'm like, this would be the perfect thing to do on my Sabbath. It also helps with temptation to turn on other distractions. Another thing is to jump into a Bible study or to read your Bible, follow a Bible reading plan, and that will take up, you know, sometimes up to an hour of your rest day. The fourth part to this and the last part is to incorporate joy. Okay, this is what used to be really hard for me. If you would have asked me a couple of years ago, even I would say two years ago, if you asked me what I enjoyed doing or what my hobbies were, I didn't have an answer for you. I didn't have a clue. You know why? Because I was working all the time. When I wasn't working, I was cramming in chores and errands, grocery shopping, cooking, all those things. I didn't have a single minute where I was able to have a hobby. I mean, maybe my hobby was occasionally watching something on Netflix. I had no idea what a hobby was. How sad is that? Right? So one of the things that I have implemented is this idea of joy on my day of rest. So I really thought back to what makes me happy. What do I enjoy doing that actually brings me joy An activity that on a normal day, I don't really have time for, or I don't have enough time for. And so I came up with a couple of things, reading Again, listening to podcasts, and this would be non-related business podcasts. I love crafting. So I say that I love crafting. I do. like There's certain crafts that I enjoy doing. It doesn't mean I'm good at it. I just want to throw that out there, okay? This is not something I'm very good at. One thing I wish that I was good at that I could implement into my day of rest, which I guess I could, I'm just terrible at it, is like baking. So if you love to bake and you're really good at it and you just want to create your own recipe or you want to try a recipe, this would be a fantastic activity that you could even do with your children. It doesn't have to be by yourself. You could definitely incorporate your family into this. So think about that. And then I also wrote down if I wanted to, I could throw in some self-care into this as well. So like going to get my nails done or going and scheduling a massage or a facial, all of that falls into a day of rest. I'm celebrating. I am remembering. I am meditating. I'm honoring God for all that has been done. And that day is one day a week, one day a week where I Sit back and I tell God, I show God, I prove to God, hey, I trust you. I'm doing this not only for myself, but because you designed the Sabbath for me, right? For me to recharge my batteries. You also said that if I would be honoring and diligent on those six days out of the week and I rest on this one that you will do more for me in one day than I could ever do for myself in any amount of time. It is amazing. So something else that I do, I also want to point this out because I think this is important for those of you that want to do this. Okay. One thing that I do is the very next day, the very next morning after the Sabbath is over and I can return to working from a joyful heart from a rested soul and place, right? So what I do is the very next morning, I look back, what happened while I honored my Sabbath, my day of rest, what happened? So I will look what sales came through. Did I have anybody inquire? Did I have anybody book? And I look at all of those things and you can see the business still went on without me. You're not going to lose your business from taking one day a week and disconnecting yourself from everything else. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like it's amazing. And so I know many of you were asking me to share my Sabbath experience, how to implement rest. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter what day you choose. And also maybe for some of you, you can only commit to like a true half day and everybody has a different scenario and situation. And again, it's not a logistical thing. It's a heart issue. Do you trust that when you step away from your business and you go recharge your batteries and you put all the things on hold that God's not going to move on your behalf, right? Is he, do you trust him? That's what this is about. It's about the heart. It's about recharging yourself. And so I really hope that this inspired you. If you are in a place of needing to implement rest that you do this. And there's so many ways to implement rest on top of doing a full day of rest or a Sabbath. And a lot of those are setting boundaries. And I have podcast episodes over boundaries, over how to run your business over slow season, all of those things. So go listen to those other ones. If you need some additional episodes, to really help you implement all of these. But I hope that you will implement this day of rest into your business. It is a game changer. It is a life changer. And there is nothing sweeter than getting excited about taking a Sabbath. It's amazing. So if you guys need some practical things on what you can do, go through my list. Real quickly, I'm going to recap this for you. There's four main points To your day of rest that you can implement. And then you choose what activities you want to do under each of these things. But number one is to celebrate and remember. Number two is to surrender idols, whatever those may be. For a lot of us, I promise you, it's social media and our business. Number three is to dwell in his presence worship music, Bible reading, soaking. There's a lot of different things that you guys can look up there. And number 4, joy. Do things that fill you with joy that allow you to rest and recharge. And those are the four components of what I want you to implement into your Sabbath day of rest. Okay, I really hope that you found this helpful. I would absolutely be blown away and brought to tears For those of you that are like, this is exactly what I need. I'm going to start implementing this. Will you please come over to Instagram or the Facebook group and DM me and tell me that you are implementing your day of rest, your Sabbath. I would love to know what kind of activities you're going to choose for yourself when you're going to start this. And hey, can we hold each other accountable? I'm serious. I really am serious. Let's hold each other accountable. Because it's very easy, especially as a recovering workaholic, to want to fall back into old habits, to want to believe that I have to be the one that has to work super hard in my business or it's all going to fall apart. It's all going to go down the drain. So I cannot wait to hear from you. Go implement rest into your business. Go honor God with what he's done and what you've done and just sit in the rest and watch how it changes your life and your business.